0: Welcome to episode 144 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. I'm joined by the usual cast of characters: Phil,
1: that's me,
0: that's you, uh-huh. and Wayne.
2: No one cares about me. That's so I don't negative. Even know. <laughs> I just said that, but it's true. It's like no one cares. You're so it's negative good. in the last couple weeks. Yeah, I th- yeah. I must be in a better mood because usually it's like I get you know crankier the better I feel or yeah.
1: something. Oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna start
0: bringing balloons to your house once a week to cheer you up probably just irritate you i'll let the cat get them they'll pop well like yeah crazy. exactly it's like
2: you know once the cats get a hold of them especially the new
0: cat
1: yeah. they'll, they'll be the home they'll be the only balloons in hamilton as well yeah
0: with mm. <laughs> this hamilton the land of no balloons it's
1: it's, it's a land of gray
0: oh that's sad that whole the whole city needs balloons now not,
2: not where i live it's actually pretty green around there, is
1: so it so, yeah okay now you're ruining my image of Hamilton. Oh, okay
0: all right, then. I guess we'll jump right into news. Mm-hmm. Wayne, do you have some news for us this um, week? Yeah,
2: actually, there have been a few things that have been happening. I guess the most recent one is that... Fable? Do you, you guys remember Fable? Fable Legends? Yep. Yeah, okay, so... That's the Telltale.
1: No. No, no, no,
2: no, no, no. no, no. no. You're thinking of Wolf Among Us,
0: Fable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're
2: thinking of the fables.
1: Um, oh no, fable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, that was like early 2000s, something yeah, like that, right? So yeah. So
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. they're you kick chickens. Yeah, mm. chicken yes. kicking. Mm. and there there is a new game coming out in that series. Um, it's not a big RPG, or I'll, maybe the single player is, but uh, and the main I... central mechanic if, for the multiplayer is that you've got three people that play as a team, mm. and then one person plays like an evil dungeon master. And he creates the monsters and sets the traps and controls the monsters, you know, just jumping into their bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he basically just wow. attacks the other three players and they try to defeat him. Pretty fun. Okay, so now today they've announced that game is going free to play.
0: What? Oh, cool. Everybody so, can afford to play? Yep.
1: But, uh... That's yeah, PC only, I'm assuming, though. No, it's, X-box. it's, oh, okay. it's PC
2: and Xbox One. Xbox 360, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's actually going to be free to play, which has you know people worried, obviously, because yeah. once you say free to play, it's like, okay, so how are these microtransactions going to work? Is this yeah, going to be one of those pay to win things where some guy just comes in, with yeah, a, opens up his wallet and like you know spends fifty bucks and suddenly it's like nobody can beat me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: going to suck if the guy controlling all the monsters and Trap has sunk a lot of money yeah, into exactly. it that right? no one yeah, else has.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, okay, at least for me, they, they released a video that, you know, explains their philosophy on it, and that answered none of my questions. So okay. I'm even more worried than before, because all they did was they said things like, number one, the base game is going to be absolutely free. So you'll mm-hmm. be able to play from start to finish free. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't have to worry about, like, you know, to see the conclusion, shell out ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's good. The other thing, though, is that they said everything that can advance your character, you will be able to earn in-game. Huh. But that's all that they would say about it. So you know that that apps, that doesn't address at all yeah. the microtransactions. So you can earn them,
1: yeah. but you can also It might buy be a hundred
2: dollars of gameplay or yeah. three dollars. Yeah. yeah. But they're not saying. Um, and the last thing is they're going to strive to make the community happy, which is just Go like help. oh well that's that's nice that you would yeah. say that on video. It's but
1: it's bizarre they have to announce that. Yeah, um, exactly. One would hope that that would be just part of the process. Yeah.
0: So Well you're you not know, you don't announce that you're out to screw the community and make money.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: So, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. I actually did get to play it um, at oh yeah, it last fun. year. Yeah, and it's like I, I liked it. It was actually fun, and I was yeah. looking forward to it. And now with the spree to play stuff, it's like, yeah, that, that looming specter of pay to win is looming large in my brain. And I'm like, that could really seriously screw things up. <laughs> yeah, Brendan so. and I got
0: to play a couple, maybe like three, four months ago in November, I think oh, it was. Yes. yeah. Oh, cool. And it looked pretty interesting.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually a lot of fun as far as multiplayer games go. So, yeah, I'm, cool. I'm actually a bit concerned about this news now, of it going free-to-play, because that never bodes well. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely th- not. It's usually a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, okay. So there is that. Um, some of the other news, um, Valve... You know, Half-Life guys and Steam uh-huh. and all of the other stuff. Okay. So they have announced that at the game developers conference that's coming up in March. Yep. They've got a few things that they're going to be unveiling. Um, two things that are not really big surprises, they're going to be showing off more of their Steam machines. Right. Which are basically just you know gamer dedicated PCs. Yep. Um, at various you know tiers of like, you know, here's your budget Steam machine and then here's your high-end one that's gonna cost you like a thousand bucks. Yeah. And like it run every game under the sun. They're also finally going to be unveiling the final model for um, the Steam Machine controller. Oh, okay. Which, um, mm. you know, a lot of people are curious about that. The one announcement, though, that caught everybody completely off guard was then they just tacked on, and we're going to be showing off our VR gear. Ooh, and
1: everyone's hey. like, what, what,
2: what? You're working on VR gear? It's like, that's right. Yeah. We've been working on VR gear. So that means everyone Ooh, is yeah. sorry, Oculus. Yeah. So, yeah, now it's not just Sony and it's not just Facebook. Now Valve is like, yes, we've got a VR unit. And we're going to show it off at GDC. Mm. Wait, wasn't
0: there another person in the running recently? With a VR headset? Who was
2: it? Uh, I don't know. Um, reminds I, mean, me. I, I know Microsoft's got that HoloLens thing, but that's not VR. Yeah, no, so. you're doing something. Yeah, it reminds me it of
1: when everyone was doing motion gaming, and that worked out so well and changed how everyone plays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but sit on the couch and wave your hands around.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's
2: like, you know, this time the fact that, you know, it's like big guys like Facebook and Valve are stepping in, it's like, you know, they're they're going to put a lot of money into Absolutely. This. This, was, this isn't like Nintendo wading in with the Virtual Boy going mm. like hey try this out I'm like oh that was not good hey yeah. man they
0: made a good step on the movement gaming though Yeah, the did. Wii That's was true. what oh yeah the Wii yeah. was great and I, true,
1: ha- yeah. I had a Virtual Boy and teller Boxer was great everything else sucked you actually
2: did have a virtual boy. oh, yeah, oh better better my god it, do yeah. you still have it
1: uh no it oh. got damaged in a flood I wish I did yeah, because I would
2: totally love to give the virtual boy a spin I mean it
1: hurt your eyes from yeah. the red and black yeah. that was a problem but the the boxing game which was basically just a clone of punch with robot boxers was actually like absolutely fantastic oh, okay yeah, that was great, and then I and then yeah, I didn't really play many other games because by the time I caught it, you couldn't get them anymore. I
2: really, really curious to see what you, Phil, specifically, yeah. would think of playing a VR horror game
1: i'm like I, I can't wait i okay. hope that's the first vr because game that comes out i
2: i have a suspicion that even though i enjoy horror games i might have to draw the line at vr horror games yeah. that might be too stressful for no me. That's,
1: that sounds okay. perfect i can't right. that's actually like of all games that i could play with a vr headset horror is number one for me because then that's total immersion i can't even look away if i want to that's true that's okay. perfect yeah, yeah. i okay. can't wait all
2: right uh, um, let's see. Some of the other news. Okay, so you know how last week I was saying that their rumor mill is going on about how Rock Band is making decisions? Rock Band? Yeah. Rock Band? Okay, so now the rumor mill is going again. Actually, it was... Wasn't uh, it Guftari it, was, it was a business outlet of all places. Mm-hmm. They, they got um, from two differing sources saying that... Um, yeah, Guitar Hero may be... Innocent. I feel like Guitar Hero
0: is so yeah. obsolete,
1: though, now that Rock Band exists. But it's the same thing.
0: But, exactly, but Rock Band and you have more
1: options. But no, So who buys Guitar, guitar Hero well, when you can have had, Rock Band? I had Guitar Hero where you had the band. It was great. They yeah, had a better right.
2: drum set. Of course, Guitar Hero with the band came after Rock Band. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but do you think started...
0: that's what they would continue to do? Would well, they go back See, to no, the roots of, of just this, guitars?
2: This is where it gets very weird. Is that they're saying that, um, and this this actually is compatible with some previous rumors. There were mm-hmm. there were rumors like last year at some point where some guys were saying that they had participated in motion capture sessions for right. a Crowd. No.
1: In oh, right, Hero. right, 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 right. right. right, right. Yeah. right, right. See and now.
2: now what the rumors are that are coming out for the new guitar hero is that they're going all Call of Duty-ish in mm. that what? the graphics are going to be photoreal. Mm. They're going to be dark and gritty and realistic and they're going to try and like you know just simulate like you know a concert feel so that you feel like you're really there as opposed to watching bright cartoony characters rocking out. They they want that dark gritty concert feel which is like I never actually thought that I hear Nirvana that these the
0: CDs. video game yeah. experience. Yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs> You know, why why would you want to be at a Spice Girls concert when you could be at a Nirvana concert where yeah. you're know, like, and be upset and angry and people get hurt, you know, it's like just like in a real concert. Yeah. And that's what Activision is shooting for.
1: It's not a horrible uh, idea. Yeah. Because then you could have like uh the crowd response be uh conditional on you rocking out really well.
2: Well see that's the thing though. I mean it's like rock rock band had already done that. Like, um I don't
1: Oh yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. But it was like, you know, cartoon figures jumping up and down whereas you could have like mosh bits and stuff although
2: for me it's like the one thing that Rock Band did which was totally amazing that Guitar Hero didn't do was when you were playing really really well Mm. for certain songs the audience would start to sing along Mm -hmm. which was an amazing feeling when you were nailing We Are The Champions yeah yeah. I mean it's just like when that crowd started singing it's like Mm. I was just ready to cry where it's like this is just so awesome (laughs) Mm mm-hmm it's like you know, yeah, Liza Manelli moment where it's like, it's like they like me, they really, really Aww. like me. Mhm. <laughs> Pretty special. So yeah, uh, we, we'll see. I mean, it's like I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Guitar Hero has always been, you know, it's like a step or two behind Rock Band, where they wait and see what Rock Band is doing, and then when they realize that everybody likes it, then the next game or the game after they imitate that feature and say, hey, we've got it too. So I was never we'll huge into Guitar see. Hero. I don't
1: appreciate this, guys. I, I love Guitar Hero. Oh, I,
2: I loved the first Guitar Hero and yeah. I loved the second Guitar Hero and then it got taken away from Harmonix and I didn't really like Guitar Hero anymore oh
1: I loved it they had, so, they, they had uh, I mean obviously eventually Rock Band had all the songs but yeah. when they yeah I would when, the, when I was into those music games and they came out I would go purely based on the song list and mm-hmm. Guitar Hero won every time for me every single time yeah they had, mean, had the drive-in and Mars Volta it was ridiculous
2: yeah, see, those bands do nothing for us. I so know. That's, yeah. why I,
1: that's why I was on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Whereas I just don't like playing those plastic guitar things.
1: Oh, yeah, because there are no plastic guitars in rock band.
0: No, I don't play them in rock band either. Like, the weird, f- for some reason, my anatomy and those plastic guitar things do not work well so together. What, my elbow and, and my thumb oh. always get fucked so up. Are,
2: are you okay with, like, a full-size guitar?
0: I've never actually tried to play a full-size
1: okay. guitar. So what, it's something ha-
0: about there's an angle that I can't. Okay. So what, you just, just sing and drum on rock band? Yes. Because okay. when Guitar Hero is out, I was probably still playing Karaoke Revolution. Right. PS2. Right. And SingStar, so... Right, right,
1: right,
0: right, right. right. every now and again I play bass, but yeah. it hurts.
1: Oh. I give it up. What are you gonna do? Oh, well. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, if it hurts
2: to play the guitar, then it hurts to play the guitar. There's really not much else that you can do or say mm-hmm. about that. So, okay. Um... So some of the other news, I thought this was interesting. Okay, so the Nielsen guys who of course are famous for doing like the big surveys in America, mm-hmm. they did a survey on game console purchasing habits. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they asked the people why do you buy a PS4, why do you buy an Xbox One, why do you buy a Wii U? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's like, so for the PS4, the most popular reason for buying the PS4 was actually better resolution. So okay. you know, it's like people were really more concerned about the performance specs. But when it came to why it was that people bought an Xbox One, they were, the number one answer was because it's Xbox. Yes. So. It's like why people buy Apple. Because yeah, exactly. It's Apple. So it, it was just like, you know, and then when people were asked, well, why do you buy a Wii U? They were like, because it's fun. So, this is the way so it Nintendo down.
0: can say yeah. we're the fun company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was
2: the number one reason why people bought a Nintendo Wii U was they said it was fun. So the way this breaks down is, people buy a PS4 because it's got better performance specs. People buy a Wii U because it's more fun, and people buy an Xbox because it's Xbox. brand recognition. So that really kind of tells you something about the way the crowd demographics break down. Interesting. I guess, you know, how much of them, like, you know, actually. So
1: Xbox survives purely off of brand loyalty. Yeah, whereas
2: Wii U survives based on people wanting to enjoy themselves, and mm. PS4 survives based on people wanting, like, the Technical latest Technical merit?
1: Horror. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I can see it. it. It's,
2: like, you know, kind of sad but true, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. there we go. That's where we got. There we go. Okay. And for my last story, I'm going to change things up slightly, and this one is going to be comic book related. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so... Um into the Marvel Universe Gwen Stacy is back. Oh, ah,
1: so that did not back happen. Spider Gwen. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, her
2: full name is actually Spider Woman, but the series is being called Spider Gwen. Weird. It's, and the way this works is that this is a Gwen Stacy from an alternate universe oh, yeah. who did not die and actually got the spider superpowers and Peter Parker died. <laughs> so she's basically like, you know, nursing the whole heartbroken over her boyfriend dying thing and she's like, you know, in a band uh, the, the Mary Janes uh-huh. which is which is run by Mary Jane Watson who uh-huh. is like you know her frenemy I guess that's the phrase that we use for right. somebody who is like you know a rival friend and, enemy, yeah, yeah. friend and enemy so yeah Mary Jane is the lead singer in that band and, and poor Gwen Stacy is constantly in danger of being thrown out of the band because she doesn't quite fit in and she doesn't have a lot of money and you know it's like a, and because she's Spider-Man it's like you know New York doesn't like her and uh-huh. they're always picking on her so it's sounds it sounds like teen cool. angst yeah. at
1: the yeah. It's, it's Spider-Man. Yeah, that yeah. sounds kind of fun. I'd yeah. be curious to see how that plays out.
2: Yeah, so so Marvel is doing this in you know it's like part of their ongoing effort to like you know appeal to a female demographic, which yeah. is like you know yeah good on them. And I have to admit this this is kind of interesting to me. It's like yeah, you know, Gwen Stacy as Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see how that plays out. And she's thing. got
2: like a hoodie and everything. Yeah, in her costume. Good. Have you seen
1: this? No. Okay, no, I'm please. just going
2: to quickly flip around my notebook so that you can see this. Uh-huh. That's that's Gwen Stacy's Spider Gwen outfit.
1: Bizarre, with, with the hoodie. Yeah. I guess yeah, that's their attempt to uh, capture the market that's enjoying the new hipster back. Girl. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah. So so that's that is like the latest thing that's happening with Marvel. I mean, okay, don't worry. You know, it's like Peter Parker and all the rest are all there. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. Alternate universe. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Gwen Stacy. Which sounds fun. I, I'm gonna yeah. take I'm gonna take a peek at that.
2: So yeah, it might be worthwhile. Cool. And that's all I got.
1: Cool. I have the first uh, new story I have is video game related, okay. um, which is that uh, they announced this week that uh, Arkham Knight is going to be rated M, which <gasps> I'm so excited about. That's so fantastic You'd be willing to do that with a property that's presumably for children. Did
0: you see one of the pre-order bonuses? If you pre-order, you can play as Harley.
1: No, but I can tell you're going to pre-order already.
0: I don't know, because every time we pre-order stuff, all that content becomes available later anyway for yeah. purchase. It's very
1: true, yeah. but you could play as Harley immediately. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So you is that, probably should do that
2: rated M for Marvel sucks?
1: I guess so. Okay.
2: For most fun.
1: But that's so exciting that they're willing to do that. And I'm also just curious to see how they're going to take advantage of that. I mean, I guess, I'm presuming most of it will involve the Scarecrow being Scarecrow-y and doing horrific, horrible There's things. There's going to be decapitation. One and can and only like help. Limb loss. And yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Bleeding everywhere. I can't wait. That's so great.
2: Black mask torturing people.
1: Mm-hmm. Quite possibly doing horrible things. To them. I can't wait. That's so exciting. Yeah. That uh, yeah, it's. Um yeah, I mean, I feel like I shouldn't be excited about a game more simply because I know it's going to be more violent. That seems like a bad character no, trait to it's have. It's like a horror movie. You get excited when it's gets rated mean, R, that's right? it's very, very true. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I yeah. can't contain myself. Yeah. So anyway. I mean,
2: that's kind of like you know telling people that they shouldn't get excited when a boxing match is going to be a good fight that's or a true. UFC. It's like you know, they get excited that's when true. it's going to be more that's violent. That's just how it so. works. People
0: yeah. go to NASCAR to watch people
2: crash.
1: That is very true. That is true. It's very true. All right. Um, next up. Uh, yeah, I think I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but we were talking about how the uh, how uh, Disney is trying to develop a new Indiana Jones movie with Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones. Um, it was uh, the rumors circulating now that um, since he heard about the idea and loves it, uh, Steven Spielberg might actually be directing the new Chris Pratt Indiana Jones movie without hmm. Lucas, which I think is exciting. I think that'd be great. I, I don't think Spielberg's dulled at all. I think he's still. one of the best filmmakers alive and who has ever lived. And I think it would be so great, too, if we're going to relaunch a new Indiana Jones franchise, and Chris Pratt's a good choice to do so, to actually have Spielberg sort of lend it his seal of approval and visual storytelling genius will we
2: get to once again return to an age when there's more Nazi busting one one could only hope yeah because I mean it's like you know Indy is always at his best when he's got Nazis to fight yeah
1: one could only hope but I mean who knows maybe they'll go with the uh, serialized approach that the franchise was always initially supposed to have and every movie will just be a completely disconnected adventure from Mm -hmm. a different time Hard to say. But anyway, I was very, very, very excited about that. So we can
2: look forward to yet another Indiana Jones and the insert Judeo-Christian artifact here. One can only hope. Because it's always better when it's a Judeo-Christian artifact. Yeah,
1: Uh, or or as long as it's just something uh, related to a spiritual uh, item as opposed to uh, aliens. Um, Indiana
0: Jones invades North Korea?
1: I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon Uh, as much as I would like to see it. Um, next up, uh, Netflix has announced that they are going to produce and release uh, Pee-wee's Big Holiday, starring uh, the 62-year-old Paul Rubens as Pee-wee going on his first ever holiday and wow. i what he's still <laughs> gonna <laughs> wear this suit absolutely is i can't wait i can't wait did you guys ever see the oh hbo special of his live show that he did a couple of years ago no, no. I did not. he did it, it again and it was fucking magical and they like they had he had paul rubens had personally kept all the prop the original props and puppets so they recreated the playhouse full on wow yeah it was amazing um so i i couldn't be more excited about this i adore peewee and Paul Rubens has somehow managed to age in such a way that he can actually still play Pee-wee, and it's just surreal, kind of like cartoon non-human being anyway that it kind of works. And yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with this. And the fact that it's on Netflix, it could even be kind of naughtily adult in a way Pee-wee was in his initial conception. So yeah, I fucking. I, I couldn't I be more excited about this news.
2: Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It was one of the I'm best like, movies. That, that, that movie was just so surreal.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's still one of the most magical, just purely entertaining movies ever made. And uh, hopefully this will live up and won't be like Big Top Pee-wee. Uh, next yeah, up. Yeah. Big Top Pee-wee. That's not a great uh, film. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, in an interview recently, Hugh Jackman said that he never wants to stop playing Wolverine. Really? Bad. Yeah. He really should. He, I agree. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, so someone needs to pull Hugh aside and let him know about the aging process. Uh, yes, ne- maybe
2: he thinks he's Wolverine. Here he's yeah, like, no, oh, no, he My does. healing factor will take care of it. <laughs> well, what are you talking about, Hugh Jack? Well, you know my healing factor because <laughs> you know, and I've got these claws. Because I'm Wolverine, it's like, right? It's mm-hmm. like, Hugh, you've got forks between your fingers. Those aren't claws. So what are you talking about? I've got claws and I've got a healing factor. What? <laughs> Yeah. My name is Logan, not you. It's not gonna like work. It's, it's time to. Yeah.
1: I think they should do. Uh, there's a great Mark Millar <laughs> book called Old Man Logan. It's kind of like a Dark Knight Returns uh, adventure with an older Wolverine. I've heard uh, of it, but I haven't read it's it. It's fantastic, okay. and I would be more than happy to have him do that as like a last hurrah. But How otherwise he should stop?
0: Old is Wolverine in that? in Old Man Logan? Yeah, because be old man for Wolverine is gonna be what? Well, it's it's, it's yeah.
1: I mean, he's not actually an old. Yeah. But it's supposed to be... It's in a, like, um, sort of, like, 50 years in the future, and the concept is that all the supervillains uh, finally got together, and, like, there are way more of us than heroes. If we just team up, we got this thing.
2: Miller keeps doing Yeah, that. he does that a few... Like, yeah, does, there's, yeah. like, that, that plot just keeps coming up again and again. Well, it's a so. great conceit. Yeah. It really
1: is. And so the idea was that happened, and now the United States is, like, a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and mm-hmm. instead of, like, states being separated, they're each sort of, like, run by that villain's era. So there's, like, a... Uh, There's a Magneto area, there's (laughs) a Kingpin era, there's a Hulk area, and it's sort of basically like a...
2: And you still haven't read Wanted. I have one read Wanted. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, we can talk about that off mic. Um, (laughs) I did, and I actually did read it recently, and yeah, I mean, it was that exact plot. It was weird. Um, But it was good. (laughs) But it was really good. Um, But anyway, so it's it's like a uh, 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 Mm post-apocalyptic western plot where um, it's him and Hawkeye uh, driving across the country. Um, to, uh, try and save someone. Okay. But it's really, really, really good. And like I said, it's very much like, uh, Dark Knight Returns it's like where it's... It's
2: Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. But yeah, totally. Like a... And it's very much like
1: Dark Knight Returns in both. It's like very harsh and nasty and also has a sort of backstory. Explaining. It's basically, it's kind of like, uh, Wolverine plays like the old gunslinger who hung up his claws and yeah. now has to come back out for one last job. And when you find out what it is that led Wolverine to retiring, it's incredibly upsetting so um, yeah I would love to see that as a movie with Hugh Jackman but other than that he needs to stop and he needs to stop right now next up um, uh, oh it was announced officially this week Sir Weaver has signed on for Neil Blomkamp's Alien movie Um, so that's happening And And also, it is going to be completely ignoring uh, Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. And I am
2: so sure that I actually said something to this effect. You did,
1: because there was photos of uh, Hicks in the art that had been released. Yeah, and that is officially clear, and I'm fine with that. I mean, like, some people, I've seen some people get all upset because they're like, oh, I love those movies, and they're kind of, it's it's not... Because they're making this, they're now going to round up every copy of Alien Resurrection, Alien <laughs> 3 Existence, and put them in a big fire. Like, you can still watch those movies. Um, this is just, you know. Uh, They'll just identify people that
2: like those movies by putting a star on their shoulder. Yeah, and exactly. eventually rounding them up in time. Yeah, trains, that's
1: so nothing, th- that can't go so, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so. so, yeah, so, so um could possibly
2: go wrong? Yeah, yeah nothing.
1: So. so, anyway, that's moving forward and getting more and more exciting all the time. And I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I assume
2: that wait. they're going to have to get in touch with Michael Bean at some point.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's busy. I'll we'll yeah, be able yeah, to get you, him you, very you, easily. You got I mean, yeah, to get Hicks. Yeah, yeah, you got to get Oh yeah, you have to. And I don't think that's going to be a concern on anyone's part. I'm sure Lance Hender is also um, very much what's, available. What's
2: her face? The, uh, the girl that played Newt. I Newt? can't even remember what her name is. Yeah, I have name. no idea.
1: Yeah. I don't even know if she's no she's alive. She's alive. Yeah. she's totally alive. I don't know if she still acts. I have no idea. No, I don't I've think she does act. That. But well, you can get anyone to do that. Probably. That's true. You could probably get Lindsay Lohan or something. Yes. Uh, next up. I'd pay money to see that. Would be intriguing, wouldn't it? Uh, next the up. Aliens!
2: Where's my boobs? Mm-hmm. I'll be in my trailer. Sometimes they come out at night. Mo- no,
1: mostly they come yeah. out at night, mostly. Yeah. Um, and I'm drunk! Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Arnold Schwarzenegger has said he's already signed on for another Terminator movie. No need to see how successful this one that's coming out in the summer is. There's, go- there's another one already in the works. Okay.
2: I think he's just happy to be acting so that seems again. like
1: hubris. Yeah, I think that's just Arnold being... Well, it's,
2: it's a simpler world, isn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, forget all this government stuff. Just, yeah. like, you know, just get in there and Didn't float. he get really
0: depressed because he got out of shape being the governor?
2: He could have. I so remember being and an article. He got really I, depressed I could easily that he got it. out Since, of I shape. You know, I was like, yeah. a man that spent yeah. that much time carving himself out yeah. physically,
0: yeah. Like, and then yeah. he turned to flab and it got yeah.
1: really upset. I've heard that he also like personally finances a touring circus purely so that anytime he has a party at his mansion, he can just have exotic animals there.
0: That'd be awesome. That's a real
1: thing. Okay. That's true. Yeah. No, he has like it said. Yeah, one time he like had just an elephant in his living room, and the elephant stampeded and destroyed everything, and he just stood in the corner <laughs> laughing. <laughs> And apparently, also in his li- his living room is covered with naked paintings of himself. Okay. Which again makes like you yeah. hear that oh and that's God, crazy, but you're also are, like yeah. yeah and then no, at the same yeah, time, if yeah, you have of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. build, yeah, then, you
2: know it's like
1: yeah, it's, makes perfect yeah. sense. Th- and that makes yeah. sense why he'd be well, depressed yeah. when he yeah. wants I get the same thing. Why would I have paintings of yeah. everyone I wanted else? a picture of the perfect physical Who specimen. So naturally, it would have to be me. Who else would so I put the painting of? Yeah, it's the best. And then finally, Donald Glover. Um, who's on Community. You guys know him. He's from the yep. Community. Uh, he uh, has been uh, casually responding to questions as to whether or not he will play Spider-Man in the new Ooh. Marvelized Spider-Man, in a way very much suggesting that he might. Okay. Which, I can see
0: him playing Spider-Man. Yeah, I think
1: he'd be really good. And I, for the first time, it would be someone who we actually know can be funny. Yeah, because he's be actually pretty huge, funny. Yeah, which would be a, a huge step forward, and he's a good actor. And it also would be kind of cool to have a spider Although Spider-Man.
2: Tobey Maguire was actually pretty funny as Spider-Man.
1: He was, but in a dorky way. Yes, this, he was. This is, someone who, this is someone who could actually like do a one-liner and actually like yeah. credibly deliver said I mean, yeah. one-liner. The,
2: the montage where Tobey Maguire was trying to figure out how to shoot out the webs mm-hmm. in the first Spider-Man movie is still like a oh, yeah. of classic lots of fun That's stuff great. in it but
1: it's mostly like at peter parker's expense yeah, it is. as opposed to him being a genuinely funny person and also you know um it would be cool to have a black spider-man that would be you know there's nothing going on wrong with that in fact isn't um ultimate ultimate spider-man's black i believe yes. yeah but, miles yeah. morales is totally yeah so why so. not do that we've had two different runs of peter parker let's do miles morales it's basically the same character and story so anyway um that could be happening and i'm a okay with that he'd be and that's it for me for news.
0: Thank you, Phil. Mm-hmm.
1: Should I do movies now?
0: I guess you saw a movie this week, eh? I
1: did. I got two, actually. Ooh, okay. About. So
0: what's the one I don't know?
1: Um. Well, you know both. Because oh. one was related to a review I posted, and one was related to an interview I posted. Oh, right. Oh, uh, okay. Focus. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Lazarus <laughs> Effect. Okay. So first up, we'll do Lazarus Effect, because it's not great, and also Donald Glover's in it. So there's a direct I saw connect- that, yeah. there's a direct connection there. So... Ooh, segue. Yeah. Yeah. So Lazarus Effect is another one of those uh, scientists-shouldn't-play-God stories about uh, scientists that are a couple, one of whom is Mark Duplass, who is a Mumblecore awkward comedy specialist, and the other one is Olivia Wilde, who is... She's very attractive. Yeah, she specializes in being my sexual ideal. Um, And... (laughs) So... They both play as t- a couple of scientists who are working on a serum that conquers death, and to make the th- to make the theme verbalized, uh, Mark Duplass plays a. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, play, plays a rationalist scientist who thinks that, of course, there's nothing beyond death. So why couldn't we bring back someone back to life? Whereas Olivia Wilde has a secret in her past that led to her becoming a mild born-again Christian and is concerned about the spiritual implications. They also have a pair of 20-something assistants, one of whom is Donald Glover, and there is a uh, plucky young documentary filmmaker around because presumably at one point the script was a fan footage and then they decided not <laughs> to do that but didn't bother to remove her care from the script so okay. um, they do an experiment first on a dog it works dog comes back to life but it's a little bit off and no one's quite sure what's going on and up until this point in the movie it's actually pretty good because the cast is far better than one normally sees in this sort of thing they sort of the filmmaker came out of documentaries he did the movie Euro Dreams of Sushi I don't know if either of you guys saw that I've heard of it, but I've not it's About seen. a sushi master. It's pretty good, actually. Um, so there's a nice sort of gentle reality and a nice mix of comedy and creepiness, and it builds up an interesting atmosphere. And I was actually fully on board with it. And then uh, the company who is funding the experiment finds out, and Ray Wise, a.k.a. Uh, Leland Palmer... Uh, shows up and shuts everything down and they're like fuck this and decide they're going to do one last experiment to film it to prove that they invented it so the company can't steal their idea something goes wrong Olivia Wilde dies everyone gets upset but they're like oh no wait we can revive people from the dead now so they revive her and unfortunately before she died she went to hell and she comes back with all sorts of hell powers, which sounds good, but unfortunately... It does sound good. It does sound good, yeah. 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 But unfortunately, that's kind of the moment where the movie sort of falls apart because they don't really know what to do with her when she gets back. um, It's essentially just kind of one of those uh, post-Elm Street supernatural slasher knockoff movies where she has blacked out eyes and powers and talks about things and makes people see things that aren't there and moves them around with her mind and kills them. And it's not horrible, but it's just so uh, kind of generic and tossed off. It's clear the people that made the movie were uh, oddly more interested in creating a credible world and setting up these themes and ideas in, in the place than they were in actually delivering the scares. And it's, well, really, it's, it's weird because normally in horror movies you kind of have to sit through the setup and characters before you get to good stuff. Here, that's actually the best part of the movie and once you get to the weird. kills... It's a little bit unsatisfying, so that's a bummer. But at the same time, I wouldn't call it a total failure. Like, it is, it is fairly well done, and it's just a shame that uh, once they got... Especially since it's a Gates of Hell movie, which there aren't a lot of. Um, so that's actually a subgenre where I was more than happy to see it again. But they do kind of blow the hell stuff. It's, it's a bummer, too, because um, I remember in the summer that movie, As Above, So Below, came out, which was the absolute inverse problem, where the first half where they set everything up was just total dreck. And then once they actually got to hell... There were some mm-hmm. incredibly well-done scenes. Did you see that one, Mel? Um, I don't
0: think so, actually.
1: You should watch that. Just skip the first 40 minutes. So I'm
0: usually, like, I'm not surprised when the first half an hour is all boring. Yeah, that's sort of what you'd expect. to just sit out, yeah, wait it yeah. out. And
1: Whereas the Lazarus Effect is weirdly the other way around. So if there were uh, alternate universe where we could put take the first, like, two-thirds of Lazarus Effect and tack the last third of As is Above So Below on it, it would be a great movie, but they, it would make no sense. Would
0: it have done better as a comedy, where she came back and it was more of just, like, I teenagers su- being teenagers I mean I
1: suppose, but there is actually like a kind of cool creepy atmosphere up okay. until then, so it's yeah it it's 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 decent, the cast is better than you'd expect, and it it, it works it's um the latest by uh Bloomhouse production company that did uh, sinister and oculus and I really
0: like sinister. et cetera
1: et cetera yeah sinisters great um they're i I really like them they're sort of um it's the first time since dimension there's been a production company in America that's oh, focused primarily dimension. on horror as I know. And, uh, you know, the way any production company works is you keep cranking them out, and some are great and some are not. And this one sort of, it falls in the middle. Um, It's decent, but it's just sort of a shame that it falls apart when it should really be taking off. Did you see Oculus right now? I did. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah, that's one of my... That's the my people over there
0: like blacking out eyes, don't they? Because Sinister's are blacked out eyes. Yep. Oculus is blacked out eyes.
1: It's a cool it's effect. Yeah, I love I love Oculus. I think that's one of the best horror movies in a long, long yeah. see, time. See,
0: I like Sinister more than I liked Oculus. So. I
1: like Sinister. Um, but I think Oculus is just... Like, Oculus is so fucking well-written. And you don't normally get a really well-written horror movie. Um, whereas I think... I think Sinister's great. And definitely, like, the scare sequences in it are spectacular. <laughs> but um, I don't think it's... I think Oculus is actually like... The um, only thing I didn't like about Oculus is
0: you know what's going to happen. It's, you know. There's no way you can't predict that, that one thing they introduce is not going to be used. Well, yeah, but... You're just like, oh, I know what's going to happen. But not
1: how. And it's the way it's told that's so amazing. Yeah, Up until it's that
0: point, is fantastic. Well,
1: what is it the thing that you know is going to happen?
0: I don't want to ruin the movie. Well,
1: just say it. Who cares?
0: The... The, the thing she's, the spike she set up to slash oh, me. Right. You know she's going to get caught in that stupid thing well, as
1: soon as it's introduced. Well, yeah, that's how movies work. Yeah. If you introduce a gun in the it? I would have loved to see it actually act. done
0: something else, but you know. At least in Sinister, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Oh, really? The you ending was crappy. Really,
1: you didn't think the ghost was going to uh, affect, the, affect uh, Ethan Hawke?
0: I knew he was going to die. I just didn't think it'd be all my kids.
1: Malf. No. We're splitting hairs here. Um, but anywho. Um, anywho, yeah, Lazarus Effect, okay, not great. Um, and Still going to watch. Yeah. No, it's totally worth watching. Okay, it's just uh It's just kind of a, a bummer. Because I
0: watched Ouija. Really
1: get nutty. Yeah, it's better than that, I assure you. Um, and the next up, Focus, is a uh, con man comedy with Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Kay.
0: I love Will Smith. It's a good
1: yeah, it's yeah. yeah. That's the kind of fun thing is after like the past few movies where he's been kind of dour and serious, oh my God, and trying like, to be a serious it? actor. After Earth, yeah,
2: that yeah, movie is just fucking awful. disaster.
1: Um, well, this After
2: is, Earth was really just Will Smith's kid. Movie
1: well, that's vehicle. why yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, disaster.
0: Yeah. That yeah. kid cannot act. Uh, he every, had an accent for half the movie.
1: Everything about that movie yeah. was wrong. It was a movie that was set up to entirely be a chase sequence, and it was somehow boring from start to finish. Wow,
2: that's pretty amazing. It's Definitely. one of the worst
1: yeah. things I've ever seen. But anyway. Um, by virtue of the fact that this is a charming con man comedy, it's Will Smith doing his old-fashioned uh, tongue-in-cheek charmer thing, which is really fun to see. In fact, he's good enough in it that yeah, I couldn't help but like kind of wish he'd been in one of the Ocean's Eleven movies. He would have been a really good addition. But anywho, um, yeah, he plays a con man. Margot Robbie plays a con woman. The opening scene, they meet where... They meet at a bar, and they go back to her room, and it turns out she uh, was trying to rob him, but he spots it a mile away, and then uh, gets out without anything, without any trouble. And then she asks him to train him. They do. They do pull off this huge sting in uh, New Orleans. It's very funny, and then it all turns out to be a big con against Margot Robbie. And then the movie stops, and a second con movie starts, which is a little awkward. Um, it's like a movie of two halves, and that kind of doesn't quite sit super well together, but each ha- it's basically like you're watching a great pilot for a con man movie, and then uh, the second episode, and then it stops, which is weird, but it's still a lot of fun. It's uh, very well constructed. It's by uh, co-writers directors, whose names I won't dare to mispronounce, but they wrote uh, Bad Santa and directed uh, uh, I Love You, Philip Morris. Oh, that
0: movie's it, depressing as all It's a hell. good flick.
1: And... Uh, uh, Crazy Stupid Love, which was also quite good.
0: I actually don't.
1: Yeah, um, so they're uh, really talented. They're very good at, uh, uh, you know, kind of snappy dialogue and weird situations, which actually fits into a con man comedy quite well. And even though it's conventional to the form, it is very fun. There's a lot of great performances from supporting actors like Adrian Martinez, who we interviewed for the site, which you should check out. And But really, it's primarily um, about Will Smith and Margot Robbie, and Will Smith's fun for the first time in a while, and Margot Robbie is absolutely fantastic. Um, she already uh, feels like... Uh, movie star, for pretty well from like the second I saw her in of Wall Street, she makes a huge, huge impression, and not just because of all the nakedness. Uh, she is a genuinely beautiful and talented and charismatic screen presence, and she really she pr- she almost steals the movie from Will Smith, which is impressive. And I really do feel that if they give her a Harley Quinn that's even like half as intriguing as the character has been in the cartoons and comics, that she will be uh, massive. Um, so, yeah, um, it is, uh, focus isn't, like, particularly adventurous or different, but if you like good con man comedies filled with all sorts of twists and griffs and gaffs and charming performances and beautiful people being, uh, lying and being shitty to each other, then it definitely scratches that itch and is fairly well done. So, yep, those are the two this week. Uh, one's pretty good, but not great. The other one is not good, but not bad, so... Adrian uh, Martinez
0: like, seems like he might be a cool guy because his IMDb pick right now is a selfie with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he really he was. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He was super, super fun, and I got a great story from him about uh, his debut on America's Most Wanted. That I, I saw recommend that. Uh, <laughs> I highly recommend checking out because that was very fun. Uh, so, yeah, what's up? Thank you, Bill. No problem, Bill.
0: What have you guys been playing this week? Because I've only been leveling my Amiibos from my Amiibo gambling ring. So,
1: Do you want to go first, Wayne?
2: Um, well, I did have to play for review uh, the order.
0: Don't sound so excited, Wayne. No, no well,
2: I've, that's the thing. I mean, it's like I did end up giving it a seven, didn't I? So
0: you did. You actually. You you seemed a lot more forgiving than some of the other people that have been yeah. speaking um, on it.
2: Though I think that those people were probably reacting more to the hype than they actually were to the you know the game the game proper. Because it's like I played. It's like yeah, it's not bad. This isn't a classic, but it's like it doesn't suck. So. Um, and of course it looks absurdly beautiful just like just a beautiful 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 looking game this is so weird it's like um, my wife was watching me play it and she kept complaining that she wished they would take this engine and make other games with it like you know we were all like Assassin's Creed would be amazing with this engine and if they made like a Sherlock Holmes game with this Uncharted you know it's like yeah and if they made Uncharted with it but you know it's like of course they're not going to because Naughty Dog's got their own engine but Mm -hmm. it is the most impressive engine that I've seen on a console so far so it does look gorgeous yeah you know it's like unfortunately it just kind of plays like a competent but not amazing Gears of War game with like a lot of cutscenes and some really poorly implemented stealth scenes
1: aren't there werewolves
2: yes there are werewolves and, you know, it's like they come at you and you mm-hmm. shoot them a few times and then you kill them with a quick time event and then you're done. Bummer. And that only happens like three or four times in the entire game. And it's really short. As right is? Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah did,
1: you, did, did you find it disappointingly short or were you just kind of relieved to be done with it? I it
2: play, I, my, my final play time I think was um, a little over seven hours. Probably. Oh, that's so, fine. You know, it's like, yeah, it was okay for me. Um, but, you know, it's like, yeah, I, at, at the end of it I was just like, you know, I didn't have a bad time, but I'm going to remember the graphics on this game more than anything else. Yeah. Because I was just constantly blown away by the lighting and, you know, the shadows and, the, like, the fact that the anti-aliasing is, like, so perfect and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, but the game itself was... No, the, the game itself is okay. Just kind of mediocre. Yeah.
2: It's there I mean it's like Too it bad. wasn't it wasn't boring, it was just like, you know, well, yeah, I mean it's like you know uncharted is definitely a better shooter, it's mm-hmm. a lot more fun to go through mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, the Quick time events did start to feel like you know a bit irritating after a while, but you know it's like eh, oh well. It that's was. Bad. Bad. It wasn't bad. You know, it's like I definitely did not hate it as much as other people. But no. I also I'm not going to be singing praises. Right. But it my... is a
1: good like tech demo to see. It's an amazing tech. Yeah. So like
2: that that's the thing. You know, it's like if if I am like you know one of those techno geek early adopter types and I'm just trying to impress the hell out of people and mm-hmm. say this is what video games look like now. The order is <gasps> the game that I would put on. Do you know
0: what happened if Square got their hands on that?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like you know right now it beats out Square. I mean, like. Yeah. You know, can you imagine though? Easily. Move? Yeah. Yeah, their Final Fantasy games would just look phenomenal with this engine. It's just, yeah, technically it is so so impressive.
1: Do you think maybe it was um, because it is kind of a short tossed off game? It was mostly made as a tech demo for a company who's actually building something far more impressive to follow it up.
2: We can only hope. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, it's like you know, it, because it was really really obvious that all the emphasis here went into the engine, not mm-hmm. the game design department. So, mm-hmm.
1: so maybe. Yeah. Who knows. All right, um, that's it. You didn't play anything else.
2: Well, I played a few other things, but I you was know, like, I'm not sure whether or not we want to talk about them yet. Another Neptunia game? Should Ugh. I even bother yeah, mentioning this? No. Yeah, just yet again. Okay.
0: I want to hear about Kirby. Yeah.
1: Okay. I yes, I played Kirby and the Rainbow Curse for the Wii U. Um, He's so cute. Yeah, it was incredibly adorable. Uh, so basically, it's, I guess it's kind of a sequel in as much as there are sequels to Kirby games because there's no continuity whatsoever to uh, a game that came out on the DS a few years ago. Yeah. Um, that's basically just a design thing because you don't actually, I mean, you can try pressing the joystick and the directional pads if you want to, but it will do you no good in the game, because basically how it works is Burby, uh, Burby, Kirby is That's a ro- his,
0: his brother, yeah. Burby
1: Yeah, exactly. He's a little rolling puff ball, and you use the stylus on your game pad to draw pathways to sort of direct him towards enemies, around items, that sort of thing. Uh, it's a little tricky to get the hang of it first, and sounds like it might be a little simplistic, but it actually is an incredible amount of fun. And they come up with, um, a number of really fun puzzles and designs, and, and, uh, like, you have a bar, you can only draw so many lines, but there are times when you have to, like, be blocking certain enemies while also directing a path, and it becomes intuitive very quickly, it's amazing how quickly you can get to the point where you're just burning through levels without Kirby ever touching the ground, um... And also, uh, unlike most Kirby games, uh, there it does actually get quite challenging as the game goes on. It never gets to like Donkey Kong Country, my God, what's going on <laughs> here? Levels of difficulty, but it does at least um, provide a challenge, which for the most part, Kirby's always been the most kid-friendly and therefore easiest of all the Nintendo games. Not in a bad way; they're always fun. But this one Something actually you had to there's pick a little doors,
0: and there was, like a billion doors.
1: Yeah, that's true. That got a little confusing. But um so anywho uh but I mean the main reason why this is a uh a game that you got to check out is because the aesthetic was done entirely to look like claymation complete with like even fingerprints on the puppets.
0: I saw that. It was yeah. like, really cute. Like And it's
1: unbelievably beautiful. I can't like they did it such an extraordinary job. I don't know if they actually had clay models for uh, for any sort of reference or anything like that, but it it looked I just had so much fun just simply watching it. Now, the only downside with that is while this is a game that takes full advantage of the gamepad and uh, is dependent on that to play and actually helps quite a bit, the problem is that as a result of that, when you play the game, you'll be looking at the gamepad because you need to to direct Kirby. And as a result, you won't actually get to watch it on your television, which is where the graphics look truly, truly amazing. So um, while I very much enjoyed this game quite a bit and uh, will look forward to like showing it to friends and everything, I have to admit that uh, I actually, at this point, look forward to watching someone else play it so I can ab- ab- uh, appreciate how amazing the design is on a television than watching it on the gamepad, which still looks quite good. It's just obviously not quite the same as on like a 40 inch uh HDTV where you can really appreciate the incredible design and work that went into it so uh yeah it was it was a ton of fun was um, it
0: compatible with the caribbean Amiibo?
1: yes it is um however uh i think all that does is that you get like a little bonus boost for each level if you use your video uh, it's not like there's no additional gameplay Still? there's also a kind of drop-in multiplayer assist thing but i actually found it more irritating than um so i wouldn't bother with that um
0: they are quickly integrating Amiibos into games, man
1: yeah they 're doing what they can uh but anyway, yeah, um, I definitely recommend picking this thing up just for the claymation aesthetic alone that was and it's
0: only forty dollars yeah I mean, that's thought, true. Yeah. it is
1: very cheap and but you do actually get like a full game for that yeah. um but uh yeah, it just it is an incredible design feat and i and I hope it's something that uh they they continue to implement um in Kirby and elsewhere because uh Yeah, I mean, if Nintendo's committed to the type of sort of simple but not in a bad way, just simple uh, classical gameplay style to actually pick um, very striking and original aesthetics like that um, would be a great way to sort of keep the gameplay as classic as we love while also providing something that only the new systems could do. So I really encourage... I'd be fine with all Nintendo games being claymation from here on out, to be perfectly honest with you. That's, That's fine by me. So that's it for me. Um And it seems as though I will now be wrapping up the episode. Yeah, I guess so. Um, that was interesting timing. So, uh, yeah, this has been uh, the CGM podcast. And you can find us on various on the, the social media somewhere. outlets. We're on Google+. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. I'm personally on Twitter. You can get me at @thatphilbrown. Uh, Wayne's on Twitter, but he won't reply to you. That's right. Um, And, uh, yeah, uh, please, uh, you know, check us out. Thank you.
2: We're done.